0: Good evening, Say, and welcome all to our weekly podcast. Terry Curran's The Current View with the Elder Billsborough, Mr. Terry Curran. Steady away, son. How are you? Steady away. Steady away, (laughs) Connor. You said it for me. (laughs) That's the title of your new book, by the way, Steady Away. I think it's a great title. Uh, How's your week gone, mate? What what you been up to this week?
1: Yeah, I just feel as I'm getting a little bit better. I felt a little. I did a bit too much, I think, uh, Friday night. Yeah. By the way, I thought Birmingham was very unlucky on Friday night. Yes. Well. Um, I should have gone to my cousin's birthday party, but I I wasn't feeling up to it uh, too much. You see. Yeah. uh, Out all day, uh, Friday. But uh, other than that, not too bad.
0: Let's start on that game uh, Friday night. Sheffield Wednesday versus Birmingham. A good win for, uh, for Sheffield. <laughs> and you were out there with, with the lads. Win. Yeah, it was a very important win. But you were there with the boys, wasn't you? Uh, yeah, in, in, yeah. Were you in the, um, the the lounges? Were you working in the lounges? No, no no, 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 Or just there as a fan?
1: No, few of us decided to go. Yeah. Roger Wild and Chris Turner. But Chris finished back out at last minute because... Um, he went down to Enfield to watch um, Gateshead in Enfield. So uh, I took the boys and got uh, a great night. But we, we, of us thought Birmingham was very unlucky at times. I mean, the first 20 minutes, 25 minutes, they looked as though they were going to absolutely batter Sheffield Wednesday. I thought the two full backs were poor for Sheffield Wednesday. You know, I'm, I, they're not a team what can defend. I will say that.
0: How important is it to score that first goal? And it really does change well, it, the it, game, it, doesn't it, it?
1: It is important. Mm. But if you're a good team, playing against a poor team or yes. an average yeah, Danny, it doesn't make any difference, does mm. it, in a sense? Because, you know, your good teams will always come back. Absolutely. With patience and craft and mm. uh, having the natural ability to you know to get goals and, and not even concede once they've conceded but I thought Birmingham were very very unlucky at times
0: But again we're talking about two pretty much bang average sides at championship level and I think when you know okay it's not particularly a six pointer but Birmingham were just above the relegation zone I mean they uh, they got beat at there, uh, Hillsborough, but in midweek on Tuesday night, they beat Blackburn Rovers 1-0, so it does give them a little bit of breathing space. But when you're down there and confidence is low, scoring them first goals in them kind of games really is vital and valuable, isn't it? Well,
1: most certainly. I mean, yeah. I, I tell yeah. Jock and uh, Tom that uh, Birmingham had beat Blackburn, yeah. so not about the big... Uh, they beat, oh, did they beat, not QPR, QPR beat them, but they beat somebody, What? not they? they? beat somebody, because they got a new manager, didn't they, 3 nil. I said, I'm telling you, Birmingham will beat them.
0: Yeah, well, we, we certainly beat Blackburn Rovers, because it was John Eustace, his first game in charge of Blackburn, and there's a lot of problems going on Off the pitch at Blackburn Rovers, as there is with, with a lot of football clubs and Birmingham, of course, Tony Mowbray being a former Blackburn Rovers manager. So it would have been probably a couple of years ago, Eustace in Birmingham's dugout and Mowbray in, uh, in Blackburn's dugout, uh, both, both managing. The other side and managing against their former. Let's yeah. start on the magic moments then. To moving away from that game, <laughs> what have you sourced? There's been so many, I'm, so I'm, many midweek as say well. some real, isn't I mean, Oh, you, some of the bolts, yeah.
1: I, I don't like to pick odds because you put you put up you put two or three up and you you know, and you like to go with two or three. Yeah. I pick the uh, the Hull goal. I don't. I hope I pronounce it. I hope I pronounce his name right. And I picked the old goal, the second goal, when he, um, he's got a byline. Yes. And then tapped it back with inside of his instep to give himself an angle. Yep. And bent it right into the top corner. Absolutely great goal. But there's been that many, like you said, great goals. I think his name is Ohio, is it? H O. No. Ohio. Okay.
0: Sounds like a McDonald on a farm.
1: Ohio, something like that. But what a great... I don't know if
0: you saw it. Did you see it? I saw Hull in midweek, and I want to bring up... It isn't one of my magic moments, or it should be, because I wanted to talk about it in our uh, topics of the week. But we'll go early in that now, because you've mentioned Hull. The equalising goal at Rotherham uh, the other night, when uh, Jaden Philogene... He used to play for Aston Villa in the youth team. That's right. Yes, I think his That's name. Telling
1: me about it. Yeah, yeah,
0: I think his name was Jaden Philogene Pedence or, P- or P- It was a double-barreled uh, surname at Villa, but I think he just uses Jaden Philogene. Now, I mean, he begs the fullback, it comes back on him, and then he does a rabana and sticks yes. it in there. Now, apparently, and I've watched it many, many, many times. I still can't work out that it's an own goal, but the dubious goals committee sat and did give that as an own goal, so it must be the greatest own goal assist ever.
1: Well, people not like me saying this. It, it all depends how much, uh, how many people backed him, backed in to score first goal or what. Maybe. score
0: a goal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying.
1: Because you see, when you see some of them. What do
0: they see that we don't see? I don't know. Apparently, I mean, I put it on the current view on the group.
1: I know, I've, I've watched it, I'm thinking to saying, that's not an old goal.
0: No, but, but a couple of the fellas have said it hits the defender, it was missing the goal, it hits the defender's head and goes in. I can't see that, I'll be honest. I can't see that, whether my eyes aren't as good as what they were. But I, I looked at that and thought, that's on target. That is a fantastic goal. It might have clipped the defender's head. I'm not disputing that. But for me, it was on target. That's, um, it's Philogene's goal, it, again, in, in my opinion.
1: It's crazy at times. Great
0: bit of skill, though. I mean, this is what we watch football for. Taking the back on, megging him, coming back, and a little (laughs) Rabana into the top corner. Just phenomenal. And I have watched that from Hull City's fans that have taken it on their, their phones. I've looked at it from different angles that Hull City have put up on the socials. And I just think it is one of the most magical goals that I have seen for a long time. And that's what I pay to watch. Well, I don't pay. I do watch it indirectly, <laughs> pay it on Skype. I mean, we say it every week, don't yeah.
1: we? You think, is it? Yeah. Can anything get better than that? And five or six, seven or 8 don't seem to do it?
0: And, and again, there's sometimes that I'll watch a game and I'll go, what a first touch. What a pass! And then yeah. it doesn't result in the goal, and then you you can't remember who it was because if it's if it's scored, it's unreals and you watch it time and time again on the social medias. But if they don't score from it, you kind of forget because you're watching that much football. But uh, yeah, fantastic by Jaden Philogean, and he does look a, a handful. And what a great job there, Gaffers, doing isn't he? At all City, they really yeah, seem to have turned it round.
1: Yeah, he's done. A, he's done a terrific job. They've had a couple of funny results at all, but they've had some great results yeah. away from all Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they'd be right in amongst it all them if they, you know, if they'd have got a couple of more wins or three of those wins, uh, three of those losses into wins. Yeah. You know, and they are a good team to watch. I mean, they go up to Sunderland, absolutely beat Sunderland, up yeah. at Sunderland. Mm. You know, it it's like. As Green's Incent
0: used to say, it's a funny old game, football. It is a funny old game, but Rosini has really turned in to be a top coach and manager. Um, I thought he was a great pundit as well. So it's nice to see young managers coming through the system and managing at a decent level because it looks as though in a Premier League, if a Premier League club won a new manager, they overlook these managers up and coming and do tend to go for foreign managers that have won something in foreign leagues and I'm not saying that they're not good managers but what I'm saying is winning things in foreign leagues isn't the same as winning them in English leagues so if you put some of these young English managers as manager of Eintracht Frankfurt or Baylor, Leverkusen, etc, etc they probably would reap uh, the same benefits as it's some of the managers how they,
1: It's funny how they come for some of our young players Yeah Never come for our young managers no, the
0: in uh, the foreign clubs, are they? No, no, no. But
1: what I'm doing. The other thing about it is, mm. when they get the opportunity, some of them. I mean, yeah. some don't get an opportunity. Yeah. But when some do, mm. they make a right mess of it.
0: Yeah, they have done. Yeah. You yeah. know, you think
1: to yourself, mm. uh, they're doing well there. They go there and and they struggle. Yeah. I, listen, I'm like you. I'd definitely give someone like the senior mm. a, a crack at it.
0: Yeah. And another young manager that's doing uh, wonderful things for the uh, for the Stags at, at Mansfield is young Nigel Clough. I mean, he's not so young these days. But I mean, nine two against Arrogate. No one saw that coming because they're not whipping boys. Arrogate were in the playoff places. I had twenty. I
1: had a twenty pound <laughs> seven teams on on Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, Salford cost me sixteen hundred quid for seven
0: team,
1: against Donny. I had Mansfield, I had Leeds.
0: Yeah. But what a great job he's doing
1: Oh, no Noah Fantastic. Quietly. Listen, he's always quietly. been he's always been a decent manager. Yeah, he has. I mean <clears throat> I mean I thought he'd done exceptionally well at Derby.
0: Yeah. And because he
1: had to get rid of all the dead ones. Yes. Yep. Right? And he never had any money to spend. No. And he did practically the same thing at Sheffield United. Yep. You know, so I do feel sorry for him. I mean, he's one of them. I would definitely give a chance to
0: me. 100%. And, and it speaks volumes for me, the manager, in terms of they've got big bollocks, ain't they? Because there's managers that would look at situations there, like you've just alluded to, big clubs, and go, do you know what, not for me at this time. And a lot of them don't back themselves. They do bottle I mean, the he's... chance, but Cloughy never has.
1: No, he's, he's a bright, he's a bright, Manager,
0: he's a bright money mani- yeah. man. Him, you know. Yeah, he is. He played yeah. so very intelligent. That, that helps him. Mm. You
1: know, where these foreign, see these foreign managers what come over, they are intelligent, aren't
0: they? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they'll
1: speak two, three, four languages.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Did you see the uh, Kevin Campbell that I posted up talking about Brian Clough on the group this week? By the way.
1: No, no, oh, I've not
0: seen it. it was funny. It really was funny. It was when, uh, when Campbell played against Nottingham Forest, the youth team, and Cloughby tried to sign him. It, was, uh, it really was funny. But check it out on the group. We do post a lot of things on the group, guys, and a lot of things that we do talk about on the current view. I've
1: been doing a lot of view. things with Janet today. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, join in with, uh, with the conversation on the current view. And um, we have a lot of contributors there now. Keep posting up their opinions, etc. And I love to read them. I can't always answer because we're working and, and we are busy in that. But we do look at everything, and we really do appreciate your input into the current view group. And uh, my magic moments, TC. I was very impressed with the young lad that you've got on loan from Leeds uh, Pardha, and I thought yeah, bloody, his assist was technically tremendous. Yeah, apparently Birmingham were very close to signing in before Wednesday, got his signature.
1: Well, that's the only thing what uh, I thought was a little bit, the problem he has is just a little bit weaker. Yeah. Weak, you know what I mean? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. He technically looked very, very good. Do you know who he reminded me of?
0: Giannino that played at Middlesbrough. Yes. A really slight yeah. lad, but very, technically very good, very gifted and, and and again, his first touch—you don't play off that touch. Who's got that ball? Who's commanding it? And I thought yes. he was—I thought he was superb. And that little bit of skill that took him by and assisted—I thought it was—I thought he, I, again, it's against my team, and I go, yeah, okay, but you, I, I still look at it and go, that's absolute class and well done, young man. He did. He did some magic moments in that game. Yes, remember? he did quite a few. Yeah, he, he was. Technically, a, yeah, you exactly. know, I said to, to uh, Jockle
1: of me, "Tom, went a bit further down. Mm. I said, uh, "Technically, he's good. Is he going on loan from Leeds? That?"
0: Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah. But again, he's one of them players that when Sheffield Wednesday run the block on the box now, I watch him because I want to have a look at him. I want to see what he does in the next match, and and players like that do excite me. Uh, Conor Gallagher, his brace. Uh, Chelsea half-time, absolutely stunk the place out, and it was a very very even game. And then come down the ball game,
1: me. Sorry. Going to the, they absolutely batted Aston Villa. No, no, it's incredible, isn't it? Right. Yeah. And then they looked as though they weren't pressing the ball. They weren't doing no, anything.
0: I know. They done. They done nothing that they did against Villa at I Villa. Watched i be successful. I really do. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And you can't put your your finger on what's quite wrong because again from the from the get go at Villa Park they were up for it. You could I see they were up want for it to
1: knock Silva because he has been not only a great player, is a world class player. But when he's in the team now, it is too slow and yeah. sideways and backwards far too much. Yeah. But yeah. they pulled him off at half-time, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. They got straight back into the yeah. but, but they yeah. still went and sat back. I, I think it baffles you at times.
0: I oh, know. But again, Conor Colin Gallagher scored a nice brace. And uh, you, you think, well, typical, is it? Typical of, of, of the lad that was on loan there. And again, that's the way to celebrate a goal. You're now a Chelsea player. Forget about where you were before. You're a Chelsea player. He scores a goal and he goes and celebrates with the Chelsea fans. That's what football's all about. People don't understand what it's like to score a goal. I, I don't because I've never scored one at that level, but you do. And and when you score that goal, you just overcome with exuberance and you just want to let it out. You've just done something special. Yeah, Why not yeah. celebrate it? Um, again, going back on the flip side of that, um, Declan Rice scores and he's like, I don't want to celebrate it. I kind of half understand that because he was at West Ham for a, for a long time and it was the sixth goal and they, they absolutely smashed him. Now, if he'd have scored the winning goal in the 90th minute and it would have been like 1-0, then I think it might have been a different goal celebration, maybe. But you see, all oh,
1: that now, it's, it's I think that's gone beyond the show. Really?
0: Yeah, I do. I do. You know, it's,
1: yeah. it's like all these do good. Yeah. Do good. You scored a goal. Yeah. That team now Arsenal pays your wages.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still think no, you should celebrate. Got a but I, to celebrate
1: half yeah. time. No.
0: Well, that may be another thing as well. But I kind of, I kind of half get it when it's someone like I remember Andy Johnson scoring a goal against Birmingham, and he'd been there as a kid. I think he, he went to Palace. I think he scored in the Tilton Road against, well, for Palace against us, and he, he kind of just. You know, almost apologise for scoring. You don't need to apologise. You've scored a goal for your new club. Y- you know, you've left us now. That was part of your past. But this is what you are now. So you're more than entitled to celebrate it, son. So go and celebrate the goals, kids. No matter who you've played for, for how long, I kind of half get it. But you're playing for the another team now. And uh, go and celebrate it with your fans because you deserve it.
1: Without a question
0: of a doubt. And Joe Rothwell's goal for Southampton against uh, Huddersfield. What a game that was. 2-0 up. You're thinking, oi, oi, what's going on? They've had two great results then. But mind you, what a mad result then. Uh, Bristol City away. 3-0 down and scores a late goal. I mean, it is nip and tuck now. Ipswich are still looking good. Leeds United are looking superb. And I think for me, at the moment, if I was going to put any money on who's going to finish second, it would be Leeds United. But uh, I wouldn't rule roll, roll out any of the others, particularly Southampton. Well,
1: I think it's going to be very tight between Southampton and yeah, Leeds. I think, I think Leeds. I think Ipswich will will not have enough strength in debt, but I yeah. think the other two are going yeah. to really kick on now. I, mean, that, I think that... that's going to go nick and tuck.
0: Absolutely, because it, it was a 25-game unbeaten run, wasn't it? Okay, they got beat, they got well beat at Bristol City, but Leeds haven't had a wobble yet. And we're coming no. into the the silly season now where, yeah. where teams are playing with that little bit of fear and they're going to have a wobble and Southampton are going to be chomping at the bit and and that, just behind them.
1: And that's the thing, the wobble, into
0: it? Yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. You know. You know, people say, oh, they lost the bottle. And they, look, when you're playing and you're playing the games of football, you know, too, you've played at that level. I haven't. Sometimes you get a run of results that are really freakish, beginning of the season and at the very end of the season. And and it's just been the way that football clubs have gone from 1888.
1: No, but it, 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 it isn't. And if you can get away without having that wobble... And, you, you, you know, you, you're you laughing. Yeah. But everybody has that little bit of, you know, when I say well, wobble, you know, you eat those bad patches.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the other teams that are playing around have got something to play for. And it is 11 against 11. And certainly in that championship, it's anyone's uh, game on any given day. Because, uh, uh, you know, bottom can beat top. and And it's so nip and tuck. I don't think it's the greatest quality that I've ever seen. I did no, watch bits no, of Birmingham's Birmingham's game against Blackburn and it looked like an old reserve game. The atmosphere, I think there's more atmosphere on the moon if I'm honest. Hey, they faced a load of
1: they, they faced a load of fans up in Birmingham I and mean, I tell you what the for 20 the first 20 minutes they made more noise in Sheffield Wednesday.
0: Why support Birmingham's first class? But, but at home they're struggling to get uh, supporters in. In fact, they've been given um, different uh, groups uh, you, you, can, you can buy as a group ticket at cut price uh, uh, match day tickets, etc etc and they are working and trying the best to get the fans in. But when fans have stayed away for such a long time, it's very difficult getting them back on board, because Blues have, have I mean, lost a lot, of, a lot of fans over the years.
1: Our older, I'm sure I'm sure I don't want fans in, because you keep putting... He's a fruitcake, it, it keep, he? watch Arsenal play, or Man City play, than it is to watch Sheffield Wednesday.
0: I mean, he's a basket, But, case. but I will say
1: about our ground, we, we, the atmosphere is terrific, you know, yeah. at times.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much is it now at Sheffield Wednesday? At Birmingham, it's, uh, it's about 32 quid. To watch the Blues, I mean, we are one at Davis
1: once. I do know that.
0: Yeah, I mean Aston Villa the other the other night when they played Newcastle when they got done. I
1: think I was using tickets at Davis than Manchester City. It's
0: crazy.
1: I'm isn't nearly it? I'm nearly sure of it.
0: It's crazy, but uh, the the Villa ticket because I said to Tom you're having a laugh, aren't you? It was 67 pounds in the old end to watch Villa versus Newcastle.
1: I said, you're having 60,
0: 67 quid to watch a game of football. And I'm thinking, who can afford to pay 67
1: quid for a game? I mean, 32 at Brummingham, I'm thinking. I my, Gabby. It's ridiculous. It's all, even at all, you know, then you, they might have a couple of pints. Yeah. And something to eat. Yeah. Christ knows what it's going to cost them if, if they've got two or three kids. Absolutely. I mean, I wrote that poem. um, Yes, you did. I
0: think 2003, give the working man back his simple game. Um, And I wrote that on the premise of Keegan when he was saying that football's created this monster. And I thought... That's a good image. So I wrote it around a monster, and we're all being swallowed up by this most unwelcome beast. And I think the monster's just getting bigger, and he's swallowing up more fans. It's quite incredible. But you know, there you go. Uh, fancy playing ping pong today? If you do, don't right play. Again. Do you fancy playing ping pong? And if you do, don't go to South Korea. <laughs> I'm not bad
1: at that. I obviously don't nowhere near them them that, that yeah. level.
0: I wasn't bad that ping-pong table all, tennis. It all kicked off, didn't it? South no, Korea. I haven't
1: seen it. Yeah,
0: the South Korean uh, team, they had... Uh, I'm not 100% sure what went on. I, I don't think anybody is 100% sure what went on, but they was having a ping-pong game. Have you
1: posted that, too? Well, I'll have, to have a look at
0: that. Um I'm, I think it is on the current view, but um I've certainly heard about it on uh, on Talk Sport and they've had uh, journalists that you know that, that work quite closely out there in South Korea and, and they're not really sure what went on as well. It's very difficult finding what goes on in some of those oriental countries. Yeah, it's not
1: like it's not like even in America where they put fake news out, they won't tell you <laughs> any news in those t- in those countries.
0: Exactly. Exactly, T. But uh, yeah, anyone for ping pong? Don't go playing in South uh, South Korea. It does get a little bit moody. Uh, book corner, T. We've got uh, some books to uh, to chat about uh, this week. The Sons of Revy Leeds United: A Decade of Dominance by Rocco Green, 1899, and it's coming out on the 15th of the fourth. So another great book coming out by Pitch publishing The Sons of Revy and it talks about that decade of dominance and my word did they dominate that decade and while I'm just talking because we're going to talk about Leeds United now Summer of 63 Revy's plan for Leeds United by Gary Edwards I've done a podcast with Gary and that's out on all uh, platforms for you to listen to, uh, listen to so we've pretty much got two books here Summer of 63 The Start of Leeds and then the decay of dominance. And Don Reeve, again, not our flavour of the month um, as as an England manager. I thought he was, well, he was an, an absolute failure at England as a manager. But in terms of Leeds United, one of the great managers in British football, wasn't it Leeds United? Yeah,
1: yeah. Look, whatever whatever we all think about him, and he was disappointed yeah. uh, disappointing being the England manager. Yeah. But that Leeds United team had got everything. Skill, steel, graft. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to have a brawl, they'd have a brawl. They've got everything in the in their game, every mortal thing. But, you know, you look at that, you win so many trophies with them, Unlucky looking not to win more trophies, mm. uh, just, you know, just not having the squad depth like they have today, yet yeah, goes to England and fails it. It makes, it, it makes not make you wonder, but it makes you wonder why. Or how does
0: that happen? Again, I don't know. You can see why England wanted Revey from what he built. You can oh. understand why England wanted Bobby Robson from what he built at Ipswich Town. But it sometimes doesn't translate to success with the national team. And, oh. uh, and that's what I always separate. I separate Revy as an England manager absolutely didn't like him at all. As And I thought, after that training session... And he was a good player, by the way. Isn't yeah, he was a good player. I mean, he was the, well, I wouldn't say the original Revy plan, but it, it was the Hungarians that played with the deep line centre forward and Manchester City adopted that in uh, the 1956 final yeah, against Birmingham uh, you know, City. They keep
1: saying that we invented football. No. But it, everybody seems to have surpassed us with the coaching side of it.
0: Yeah, because they uh, they they like to play with
1: flair, and they
0: like to get players They'll, on the board. What they
1: what these Continentals do? They want you to go out and express yourself, Absolutely. but at the same time, mm. run around, yeah, and make sure that you know. You don't need space or gaps for them mm-hmm. to come through. But the attitude What in we the old... want to do is roll the sleeves up. Yeah, yeah. Work hard and mm-hmm. get stuck in. Work
0: right, work right, and work right. That, you yeah. know, how far can you run? How fast can you run? How athletic are you? I mean in the olden days the uh, the, the managers wouldn't uh, have a football in training. They'd starve the players of the football because they thought that they wanted. Don't tell me, Gabby, I've been a <laughs> plenty of clubs. I know, but that goes back to the forties and the
1: fifties. The attitude—it's crazy. Polish, it's never, never, pre-season, but even after after third or fourth day, balls were out. Yeah. We haven't. Been. Well, to be honest, I mean, I've always been of the opinion: if you're going to
0: run, run with a ball at your feet. Because you're still running, you, you you're working even harder
1: because you got the ball at your feet.
0: Go around passing I mean, the go-
1: ball. The continental coaches, yeah, you know, they have athletes in their team, of course. They, but do they have athletes what can control and pass the ball, exactly. You've got to be we, athletic. We want athletes what can just run,
0: absolutely, just box. and that's the difference. too. they've always worked with the ball. I mean, your gaffer said famously, didn't it? The ball's the tool of your trade, learn to love it. And yeah. and you know, few managers in and, this country, I mean, the
1: greatest, the greatest one, you know, if God. If God wanted to put, play football in the sky, yeah. he would have put grass on, cloud, on clouds. Absolutely. You know, he was so far in advance of other people, Cluffy. Mm. Yeah, he was. And he got
0: ordinary players to play football. Yeah, because it ain't that difficult. He got,
1: you know, he would... 100% Gabby, if you just hit the nail on the head. Yeah, it's, it's a simple he game. He's never complicated it, and football's not difficult. You know, if you if you play the simple game or the simple way,
0: absolutely. And Leeds United, great exponents of that simple game. I have heard or listened to recently, and again, both fans of Manchester City, arguably. Yeah, the best team that we've seen in recent times, in my opinion. I do love to watch Manchester City, the way they pass the ball, the way they play with teams, and then bang, 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 they'll kill you off. They're on a different
1: level, but Liverpool play some great football. They do, yeah. Villas play some good football this year. Arsenal play some great football. Yeah. They, I mean they probably are a lot, they try and bloody walk it
0: in. Yeah. But they've they've done that for some time, even under Wenger. They used to try and overplay yeah. and try and walk the ball in and score the per. You think you have just have a shot? But, you know... the guys t- times when they should shoot, you know... Oh, time. absolutely. 100 per cent. You see the goalpost, Bang, give it a, you know, have a shot, work the goalkeeper. But uh, Man City, yes, definitely uh, one of the greatest teams that we've ever seen. Liverpool in the 70s and 80s. A fantastic team. Dominated English football. As did Sir Alex Ferguson's uh, Manchester United. And AC Milan have just
1: got
0: yes. 1-0 up. Great header. The great cross. Great header.
1: Loftus-Cheek.
0: Nice I mean, what if well. Fergie did it, mate? My- I know
1: he's... Oh. A- but I, I know he, you know it it's easy for them to pull players in Yeah. right but what a great job he did at Manchester United unbelievable mm. I mean that that won't ever get beat that you
0: know no and what a great job he did no at strokes. Aberdeen there was a I posted up um, a little documentary about Aberdeen about Ferguson's time at Aberdeen uh, Gordon Strachan was talking and said he was saying yeah you you could accuse him of being being a bully but I'm glad we found that bully because he made us into a team. Well, you could accuse you could,
1: you could a lot of managers ex-
0: then, have exactly. being bullied in a
1: sense, but that's how life was.
0: Exactly, T. And, and Strachan is just saying there that he was so glad that they found Alex Ferguson because he made that team and he made that team the way that...
1: And to listen to the rest of this podcast, head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash SRB media. Thank you.